Welcome to episode nine of the UK Housing Market Podcast. And today we're going to be discussing, has confidence returned to the housing market following the budget? Welcome to the UK Housing Market Podcast with your host Anish Patel and Thomas Honor. So good morning, Anish. Hope you're well, mate. So um, today's podcast episode is about has confidence returned to the housing market following the budget? There's been a recent um, analysis, uh, kind of a, a consumer survey by the Building Societies Association, um, and some it's really suggested there's been a big surge in confidence in the housing market following this. Um, what are your thoughts on that, mate? And, and why, why do you think this confidence has, has stemmed from? Tom, you've taken my role over as a fact man. <laughs> but no, why, why I think is, you know, obviously since the budget got announced, lenders are coming back with 95% mortgages. So in terms of the housing market, we've had a couple of lenders from today so what's the date of today's recording it is 24th yeah i think from memory we have two lenders who are actually providing normal traditional 95 percent mortgages which are not part of the mortgage guarantee scheme so that has obviously brought confidence back into the market because a lot of people that thought they couldn't buy before can potentially buy now because mortgage lenders are actually offering products that they potentially are eligible for yeah especially in april mate as we know a lot more lenders are going to start rolling these products out. Yeah. So I think that is one of the main factors in terms of the confidence that like people, you know, buyers are seeing actual products available, which potentially they see a future, if that makes sense. Like they see they potentially can buy somewhere, which was pretty much impossible before, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've done a whole episode on this previously, but I think, you know, one of the biggest obstacles for people is deposit. Um, It always has been. I think it always will be. So the fact that, you know, we've gone we've gone back to five percent deposits now um, is giving people that confidence that you're right. You know, they can go out. They can afford what you know to buy a house now. So, yeah, completely agree with that. Mate, 100 percent like this deposit. But you know what? This is so funny. You know, everyone knows that all my TikToks. Right. I had a guy yesterday. He was like the best way to um, mortgages are a scam. The best way to get on the property ladder is to buy a property outright as cash. Decent, and I was yeah. like, wow. I was like, you know what? No, that, that sound is advice, mate. I would say sound sound advice. advice. I was like, yeah. who has that much money to buy it as cash? No one. Like in I think we get him on the pod, mate. Find him oh, out. Mate, get I'm him gonna on. find him out, mate. Unless you've got a trust fund in the background or some, you know, like Pablo Escobar is your dad or something like that. It's very difficult to get. I think I, I think that people can't get a 10% deposit together um, and why these 5% have been so popular demonstrates why people probably can't buy something 100%. Yeah, I think, yeah, you know, yeah. everyone would be buying it with cash if they could, but yeah, not many people have, not many people are being bankrolled by mum and dad to, to afford it, are they? So no, 100%. There we go. There we go. And then the, the other thing we've got to see is the extension of stamp duty, which, you know, we, we've obviously been, um, we've done a few episodes on that before, but Again, I think people know and they can save some money. That being extended out to um, end of June, and then again, like a tape, they're being tapered off, and they're still being a partial ex- a holiday of the stamp duty to the end of September. I think you know that in conjunction with these five percent deposits as well is is creating a bit of a, a perfect storm. So I think that's certainly yeah. having a contribution to the, the, this confidence surge of confidence from consumers. Um, so you know, saving money, right? In terms of just having the you know just the sort of satisfaction of knowing if you do complete before the 30th you will have money in your pocket because 
a lot of people, for example, like 95% mortgage, they put down 5%. Yes, you know, everyone goes on about the rates. We can't comment because we don't really, well, there are lenders, the rates are quite high, but that stamp duty saving means they're not just going to go into the property with nothing in their pocket. Yeah. So as an advisor, I'm sure you do the same, Tom, is you never advise your clients to basically put everything in and then live month to month. You need always have exactly. a contingency fund, you know? So it's definitely going to help people, mate. Like, I can't see why it wouldn't. Just um, just to really tread on your toes as the fact man this morning, I yeah. think if I'm going to do it, I might as well go full throttle. So just to bring some facts to the table. So this this survey then suggests that the mortgage guarantee scheme, which is the 5% deposits, although we probably should caveat that the lenders that are out there at the moment at the time of recording are not using this mortgage guarantee scheme. They're just doing true traditional 5% deposits. But yep. on the 1st of April, we're going to have many more. 59% um, of first-time buyers uh, I've said that the mortgage guarantee scheme has kind of boosted their confidence. So that's pretty big. And then 40% of people um, are feeling positive because of the stamp duty extension as well. So yeah, I think oh, just to, mate, I've killed it and I absolutely oh, smashed God. it. You don't even need me here anymore. Mate, you need what to find a new role not, in this part. You're the fat man. You're the fat man. You're the host. What am I? There's no <laughs> need for me anymore. You need to be bringing more to this podcast, mate. Oh, you're going to be made what, redundant. Watch next week, mate. I'm going to come out. With <laughs> Take <so many> over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, so I think, you know, that those two are, you know, it's pretty clear that those two have definitely um, have, have kind of brought that confidence to people. Um, I What's guess your thoughts on the furlough extension? Do you think that's brought? Yeah, I think for sure, because, you know, I think... People that now, people that can be furloughed now potentially are going to still have a job. Where the reality is, you know, as harsh as it sounds, if that furlough scheme wasn't around, there would be more people being made redundant, which is the whole idea of the scheme. So I think that gives people more confidence that they're still going to have a job to return back to, you know. And um, the more people are in jobs, the more people are potentially going to be looking to buy houses. So without a doubt, furlough extension is a good thing. Although, you know, when you're in furlough, it's still pretty tricky to get a mortgage. Oh, but yeah. the fact that when people are back. Um, you know, it, they're still going to have a job to return back to towards the end of the year, etc. Um, then, yeah, I think that's that's definitely going to have helped. I think just knowing that you've got an income as well at the same time. So, you know, like we've heard negatives and positives about furlough. For me, too, it's just positives. You know, like because obviously on the higher earners who have been made furloughed, obviously their income has been affected probably massively if the employer's not topping it up. But for the normal average wage, you know, furlough pretty much will help a lot of people you know yeah. and i think it, it will definitely help like in terms of mortgage getting mortgages because there are obviously certain lenders that still accept furlough income a lot don't to be honest but it still gives them that hope that you know if you've got a job at the end of it you might be able to still once you go back to work you can still probably get a mortgage you know yeah yeah exactly no I completely agree mate and i think on this article as i'm just looking through it it says um that yeah furlough is one of the other reasons a third of people um are feeling confident because of the fact that yeah i guess they, they've got jobs to return back to so yeah for sure definitely definitely and then it also cites on here um about sort of the general lifting of lockdown restrictions um the government roadmap there's yeah. sort of now a bit of a clear path there's in light. terms of ha light, light at the end of the very dark <laughs> tunnel very long and dark tunnel yeah. Um, and obviously the vaccination program, etc. So I guess all of these things are helping people people feel a bit more optimistic about the future and say, right, actually, you know, we have got stuff to look forward to. There's a way out of this now. Whereas not too long ago, people just didn't know when it was going to end, did they? Yeah, mate. Like to be honest, 
I got my vaccination a couple of weeks ago, right? Did you? And when I walked out, I actually felt like there was light at the end of the tunnel. You know, like you could <laughs> see the end, you know? Yeah. And I'm one of the, like, I've always been working from home and I loved it, but it's got to a point now, like, it just brings hope. So when I got my vaccination, it was like part one of two, if that made sense. Yeah. I, was, I felt yeah, like, yeah. you know what, this is, we're finally coming out of this because it's been a long old road, not just for us, for everyone, you know? And yeah, there is light, mate, you know? It's incredible, mate. It's slightly off topic, but the, the rate that they are vaccinating people is insane. Like, yeah, I keep getting yeah. these notifications on Sky News going, another record-breaking day. We vaccinated one million people today. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. It's a fair play, you know. I think, yeah, government's not always covered themselves in glory throughout all of this, but they're doing some good things, you know, in terms of stamp duty, 5% deposits, the vaccination rollout, the roadmap seems pretty sensible as well. So, you know, these are all things why people are feeling optimistic and um, while, you know, these these are real facts, it's not just us suggesting they are. These are you know, people have been surveyed and these people are saying, actually, yeah, we do feel more better about it. it incidentally, it is regional though. So, you know, like it was with anything, you know, whenever you read anything about the property market, it will be specific to each region. You know, you read things like house prices going up. Mm. Well, that might be in London and South East, but not in the I North or vice versa. So it does go on to say that um, in regards to this optimism, it is there are regional differences. Wales, 48% of people are expecting house prices to continue to rise over the next 12 months. Um, whereas London and South East, that's 33%. Um, and then in the East Midlands uh, and North East, people now think it's a good time to buy, um, but only 29% in Scotland. So, you know, there's, it's also, you know, there's higher unemployment rates in certain pockets of the UK um, and house prices are being affected as a result of that as well. Um, so that will always be the case. But, you know, we are talking sort of sort of uh, across the board here. Um, and then lack of job security, like I just said, you know, you've got there's a big divide between north and south. Mm. You've got 65 percent of people in Yorkshire and Humberside citing this as a barrier was only 50 percent in London. So unemployment rates suggesting that they're higher up north than they are down south at the moment. You really don't want me on the pod next week, do you? Mate. Really don't want me. I think like, that's it now. You know what? The UK Housing Market Podcast, Tom is the fat man now. That yeah. needs to come out. You're, you're on like furlough, mate. Facts. You've, I'm you've on been furlough furloughed as the fat man. You need to come back with a new role oh, next perfect. week. I'm pushing but, you out, mate. <laughs> but I think, like, you know what? The four things we've touched on, right? Like 95% mortgage, furlough scheme, stamp duty, and even the vaccination thing, and seeing light at the end of the tunnel, it is actually brought hope to not not hope sorry confidence in the housing market because a lot of people it's like i think when you're trying to get a job you know like you people want to always go on the property ladder it's just one of those things in life where we're like usually people want driving lessons you know so it's just one of those things so these four things i think are key in terms of people's confidence to yeah. give them hope to get on the you know how um, on the property ladder and i think that's definitely bring brought boost to the yeah. uk housing market yeah, absolutely. Good. So it's a nice positive episode this yeah. week from us. Um, we're, we'll be back next week with covering a, a well, different topic of choice. We'll be back. I'm not I'll sure be back on my own. Well, be next week. it's going to be, a, everyone's going <laughs> to be sort of uh, on the edge of their seat seeing whether Anif actually returns next week. Will he be there? Allowed, Will he not? Mate, if I'm allowed. T- tune in to find out whether he's back or not. Yeah. Perfect. Look, good. have a good one. And Hopefully, I shall speak to you all next week. (laughs) Lame Tom. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye. The latest. The latest UK property news.